societies has controlled the world for 200 plus years, and we get to be alive at a time to see it fall. I believe in the power of one person working as a team with other Christian patriots can have massive impact in reversing this ungodly culture. I believe that we have an omniscient, omnipresent, and omnipotent God that has put his hand on this moment in time to deny the timeline of the enemy and is about to heal our land. This is Rick, your host, and I believe that God has called me to empower Christian patriots with truth. Join us now for the Blessed Teach Show, and let's see what God is doing today. Blessed Teach Show here on Wednesday, August 9th, 2023. We're going to be talking about 12 new indictments on Trump that's coming from Fulton County, Atlanta. And we'll dig into a little bit about uh, uh, just the continued uh, attack. And Dr. Mary Crowley live. We'll be, she'll be on. Dr. Mary Crowley will be here, um, here at the bottom of the hour. And again, uh, after we interview her for a while, she's going to be talking about our time in Chicago and the Open the Heavens event. But then we'll get into her prophesying over those that have their camera on backstage so this is a great time to get on backstage if you really want to watch some amazing things with a mary um, you can do that by going to blessedteach.com remember to bless with the number two teach.com and then you'll be able to enjoy some time uh, digging in uh, backstage uh, with prophetic words being even spoken over you if you want your camera on and put it and do that uh, that's a beautiful time also just the general all the benefits you get just go to go, go to the backstage tab on blessedteach.com and i think you will really enjoy that let's dig into some breaking news um, so we want to get through a lot of stuff before mary comes in and even go to a prophetic, a prophetic word as well um, Let's see. That's not the safari window I wanted. This is the one I wanted. So Atlanta area prosecutor expected to seek more than a dozen indictments on Trump case. So this is, uh, you know, obviously CNN is just actually pushing happened. this hard. Well, good morning, Phil. I still think that we are in this sort of weeks away window rather than the days away window, but it's very clear that preparations are ramping up. You can see behind me that barricades are already starting to go up around the Fulton County Courthouse. She's redoing her pictures. Today is the day when much of Willis's team is going to begin to work remotely. Another security precaution that they're taking. And our local affiliate, WXIA, caught up with Willis at a back to school event over the weekend where she was very clear that the brunt of her work on this case is already done and that people may not be super thrilled with the upcoming charging announcement she has to make. Take a listen. Some people may not be happy with the decisions that I was making and sometimes when people are unhappy they act in a way that could create harm. The work is accomplished I and mean, we've been working for two and a half years. We're ready to go. They're ready to go. 
two and a half years been working on this. No, they waited two and a half years to make sure it was the timing during the election. And they all coordinated their attacks, one after another after another after another, to be able to cover up any other information, such as all the other things that are going on right now, such as Twitter served with a warrant for Trump's account in January, fined $350,000 for the delay in this court filing. So here they are. We, now Jack Smith has been caught. Um, actually, subpoena and Twitter. This has just came public here. Um, so Elon said, "No, I'm not going to give you access to that." The warrant was served with a non-disclosure order that prohibited Twitter, now known as X, from making it public. But now it is public, um, and also just the other things that are going on that are just uh, uh, obviously being covered up by the media. They want to talk only about Trump indictments instead of the foreign oligarchs that moved millions to Biden tied firms before meeting Joe Biden, investigators say. So now, now we're up to $20 million from these oligarchs that are in Russia as well as Ukraine and other foreign entities that are going into these slush funds or these, uh, these, these accounts um, that are being distributed to various, uh, various um, family members. So firms study the Biden family collected more than $20 million from foreign sources, including big payments from controversial org oligarchs afterwards had who afterwards had private dinners with Joe Biden, as Vice President Congressional Investigators disclosed on Wednesday. So it's all falling apart that he, I didn't work with my son on all this stuff, no. <laughs> and it's a third memo analyzing bank records. The GOP-led House Oversight Committee Accountability Committee reported it had found a clear pattern of the Biden family in its part. I don't like how uh, in the news does that type of stuff. John, fix that, please. Had found a clear pattern of the Biden family and its parents and his, and his partners doing business with Russian, Ukrainian, Kazakhian, and Chinese and Romanian figures who had legal and other troubles and then collecting money around the times of gaining access to Joe Biden. So we know that this is just continuing to blow up on the Biden family, the Biden crime family it is, right? And all their illegal ways are being um, outed and exposed, but no, what are they going to do? They're going to now bring all these new indictments in uh, from the Atlanta, Fulton County. Uh, pretty sad what, what's going on there, but uh, that'll all, all, all be coming at the right time with leaks that will happen all the time to keep the narrative on Trump is a criminal, right? That, they, that the left can talk about all the time. That's what they want, and they think that's going to work, but it's not going to work well for them. Here's also a Rand Paul escalates Fauci criminal referral after inaction from the DOJ. I'm demanding an investigation. So this is uh, uh, awesome to just see this. Uh, now, whether Rand Paul ends up being um, a controlled opposition or a real white hat, we'll see. But uh, at least he's being used to wake people up right now. Um, and so he's put this whole letter in basically saying, um, I, because of the DOJ's inaction regarding Fauci's lies to Congress, I now sent a criminal referral to D.C. U.S. Attorney Matthew Graves on demanding an investigation. And the whole letters here you know, gets into more detail about this. But uh, the whole whole point is is that uh, is that Rand Paul is one of the few guys really trying to hold Fauci accountable. Uh, he he lied to Congress and he's lied to the public. He's he's going to go down as one of the most notorious grand, um, I, I think mass murderers of all time once they really realize what happened. If you guys didn't catch last night's vi uh, interview. And show last night's show with Dr. Artis. Oh boy, tell you he attempted murder. I'm about ready to take a piece of that. I'll probably do that this weekend, and just put out the piece that he talked about that, where they literally infiltrated the 
company that was delivering him water, um, supposed to be reverse osmosis filtered water, and they get these five gallons or that every so often, and they gave him a lot more. He didn't understand why, and it was literally water with all kinds of snake poison in it. They wanted to kill Dr. Artis with what he's exposing. The poison they can put in our water is amazing, guys. You've got to stop drinking tap water, right? Get distilled water dispenser you can get that boils the water so you get 100% H2O. Um, even buying the filtered, the, the supposed, supposed filtered water at the grocery store in your in your little plastic bottles is becoming, he talked about that last night as well, it's designed to have certain minerals in it that will actually help the poison grow. Um, and, and you know they, they've shown this. They can take synthetic snake poison and actually grow it in yeast and grow it in all kinds of different, there's five or six different ways they can do that very cheaply to, to make this snake poison, the synthetic snake poison available everywhere and get it into our water system as well as everywhere else are trying to, to poison us. So just wanted to warn you that, that, that this, this, is, this is serious stuff and this medical cartel is extremely active in, in hiding this and working with Big Pharma to poison us. It is becoming extremely obvious now and if you really understand and listen to the episodes that I have monthly with Dr. Artis, you are going to see um, that, that, is, that is ugly stuff. And that, that's why I'm getting rid, I got rid of my cabal insurance, I call it. It, because what does that insurance company do? They make you use the big farmer approach to everything. You can't use natural approach. They won't pay for it. All right? So so why would you have insurance that forces you to use poison as your as such as chemotherapy for cancer as an example? If you go to truth about cancer, you'll see that's not a good approach to tackling that issue, according to many, 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 many sources at Truth About Cancer. That's Charlene Bollinger's and they have a new they have a new uh, full eight series out on Remedy. It's called Remedy, which is a documentary that's just beautifully done and that has all these natural remedies that you can use, but you can't use them if you go to Big Pharma Insurance. That's why I am telling you guys about the, the Share Healthcare, sharehealthcare.com um, slash RickB2T. Use the RickB2T code if you sign up and you will find an incredibly less expensive um, system. Again, if you go to sharehealthcode.com and you put the slash Rick to Rick, Rick B2T, you will actually be able to see the pricing right there, of, of, of way lower than the average $2,000 a month it is for a family of three. Now, again, even if your employer's paying for that, what you're on the hook for is incredible nowadays. The the fees that you're that that, that they have, um, and then your your maximums can be huge now. So this is being used as supplemental insurance for many people. Um, as well as just get it doing what I did and got rid of your cabal insurance and go to Share Healthcare. So go to sharehealthcare.com slash Rick B2T, B2T, the actual, I'm in a hurry, you can tell, uh, but it's slow down. But anyway, it'll be in the show notes down below here. I'm sorry, in the, in the, in the description down below. You can also sign up for the show notes at blessedteach.com, which will show you everything I'm showing you now. Um, hey, t- I'm going to be in... Chicago on August 18th and 19th with Mary Crowley. Mary Crowley is going to be on the show tonight to talk about that, the Open the Heavens event. Love to see you on August 18th and 19th in Chicago. Not this weekend, but next weekend. Looking forward to that. You can see Mono Savino be there, Andrew Whalen, Sheila Holm, an expert on the Georgia Guidestones. Andrew's having a lot of dreams of telling them what's going to be happening here in the near term to this deep state. Um, you see Manuel Johnson in there on fire. For Christ, uh, another prophetic voice. I'm going to be in, be, be there. Many others 
think you're going to really enjoy that. We know Michelle Peterson, who I've interviewed before, with catching that groomer in Chicago as well. That's really so. Open the heavens, um, let God arise, August 18th and 19th. I think you guys will really enjoy that conference. You can um, we'll have a chance to join that. Um, remotely too, but hey, you can get pretty good, good tickets to Chicago with good hotel rates and join us. We'd love to have you there. And if you, and this is all free at a church, at the Southbridge Church, but um, if you pay $77 for VIP tickets, you'll get closer and be able to meet the guests. So I think you'll really enjoy that. We'll talk about that with Mary in a little bit more detail. She'll be coming on here shortly. Then next week we have Stacy Whitehead at Flyover Conservatives. I love her prophetic review. Um, we're going to really dig into what she, what the prophets are saying and, uh, from, from multiple places. I think you'll really enjoy that. Then we have Aaron Antis coming on, as well as Amanda Grace and Trey Smith and Tom Holman, the ICE director for Trump. We have SG and on coming on as well as Robert and Jamie Aggie of the Banners for Freedom. We've got Loudmouth Prayer. Dr. Brian Arce is going to come back in. We're going to dig more into his, you know, basically assassination attempt or, or attempted murder. Um, for he talked about him being, um, and he's also talking about direct energy weapon that was used on him. So amazing stuff going on there. Scott Bennett of the military intelligence is coming on. I think you'll really enjoy these guests as they come on the show um, over the next month or so. All right, let's get into some more news before we get into a prophetic word. Fannie Mae home buying confidence at an all-time low, right? So we see that this uh, Biden Bidenomics or Brandonomics, I like to call it, um, is really taking an effect. And now, now we're seeing these all times, all time this, all time that happening all the time. Breaking: Diane Feinstein hospitalized after falling in her home. Again, um, we're seeing the, the health decline of. Mitch McConnell's and the Diane Feinstein's, and yes, they're elderly, but I believe that the Lord is, is starting to judge them. The angel of death is supposed to be coming, according to some of the prophetic words we just talked. Wouldn't be surprised if those were two that go down. Moody's downgrades credit ratings of regional U.S. banks could cut others. So remember, this whole banking crisis is serious, guys. Um, this is this is uh, going to be a, a great news in the long term for us because it is going to be the fall of the Babylonian system. And when I talked about that, guys, that is going to be when they, they, they these banks, these these criminal banks, right, such as uh, J.P. Morgan and Bank of America, et cetera, they're buying massive derivatives, suppressing the the price of silver on purpose. And when they go down, that is when it's going to hit. Or like we were talking with Kirk Elliott on Monday, it could be the effect of actually seeing um, what's that called the. Uh, the, the, the entire um, cost of silver, I mean, I'm sorry, the, the production of silver actually runs out in there and they're behind and the prices starts flying up and that's going to hit them too because they won't be able to buy enough derivatives to, to bring it down as it comes up naturally if they run out of the supply. That's the word I was working for, supply. So that Kirk Elliott was talking about. That is an exciting thing though if you think about that is to think that actually, wow, um, if the Babylonian banks fail, or the, 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 we're supposed to run out of silver in the next five months in the production, and that causes it to, to rise, which makes the bank can't buy the derivatives. Either one of those, they're going to fall. So this is a great time to call Kirk Elliott. I think I've, I've given you that number. It's down below in the, in the, in the actual um, description as well. Again, kirkelliottphd.com slash rickb2t. Just tell them that, that I'm slash b2t. Um, tell them that Rick called you. Again, that is Kirk Elliott and the phone numbers. I'll just give that to you real quick. It's, you just type in Kirk Elliott PhD. 
slash B2T and you will be able to see that. Make sure you give them a call for a free consultation again, 705-605-3900. Um, guys, this is gonna happen and, it, and, it, and it, you, don't, you don't wanna be one day late, you're, it's over. Um, being three years early is fine, right? Three months early is fine. Do not be one day late when it comes to, to, to getting um, diversified with precious metals. Moody's down, uh, so, so here's uh, another Twitter that, about Kanoki the Great. However you pronounce that, K-A-N-E-K-O-A. -A -E <laughs> um, but anyway, he, um, he does a great job decoding things. He's an anon. And he talks about the, 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 the FEC records revealed that a Democrat dark money super PAC paid the company implicated in Michigan police report of voter registration fraud $11.2 million to register voters for Joe Biden's 2020 presidential campaign. Guys, there's election fraud coming at stuff coming out all over the place. Uh, though what happened in Wisconsin yesterday that I reported on, what you're seeing here right now, that this is called the Black Pack, a Democrat political action committee fueled by undisclosed contributors funneled $11.2 million to GBI Strategies LLC in 2020 to register voters for Joe Biden's presidential campaign. Notably, Black Pack which garnered more than $44 million in funding during the 2020 election cycle, endorses Democratic candidates and causes. And a Michigan police investigator into GBI strategies, LLC, was initiated following the observation of this Muskegon, Michigan clerk who noticed an individual deposited 8,000 to 10,000 completed voter registration. Just think about this. this and now, we're only hearing about this three years later. This is what's crazy is a clerk who noticed an individual depositing 8,000 to 10,000 completed voter registration applications at the city office on October 8th, 2020. One person doing eight to 10,000. Now the same individual returned multiple times over the next few weeks, registering an additional 2,500 voters. Disturbingly, many of those registration forms displayed identical handwriting with fraudulent addresses and falsified phone numbers. Additionally, many signatures did not match those on file with Michigan Secretary of State. A subsequent raid by Michigan authorities discovered pre-paid gift cards, firearms, equipment with silencers, and disposable burner phones. This is, this is the fraud that's going on. It's, it's everywhere. But yet it was the most secure election of all time, according to the fake news. This is how... This is how we really can understand and start talking about Operation Mockingbird to our friends and family that are still asleep, right? Because it's becoming extremely obvious how much of a lie, how, how, how they're really just a bunch of pedophile protecting liars, right? That is what this media has become, the MSM. During the 2020 election season, Democratic Election Committee collectively channeled more than $4 million directly to GBI Strategies LLC. Biden for president, $450,000. The Democratic senator campaign, $2.1 million. And he had another, several other there. But uh, Greg Bell, the owner of GBI Strategy LLC, is reportedly now working for Commo Group, a Democratic get-out-the-vote organization funded by Sean Keller, the Democratic Senate Campaign Committee director during the 2020 election cycle. According to Bell's biography on the Commo Group's website, Bell has personally managed over 70 organizing operations in 20 different states, often leading hundreds of field managers and thousands of canvassers in get-out-the-vote operations. Yeah, we see all this illegal stuff going on with one person doing uh, over, over 12 to 14,000. His biography lists voter registration campaigns for DSCC, DNC, the Black Pack, the Black Church Pack, 
which matches the voter registration work of GBI Strategy LLC did during the 2020 election. And so um, this is really interesting. So there's that $11.2 million right there that we're getting from an FCC filing that's just coming out three and a half years later, of course, three plus years later, you know, here we go. Um, after they tell us that, oh, you can't have standing because we can't look at the evidence because, or oh, there's no evidence when when almost all the cases um, were rejected by by basically judges that were afraid. Here's Jesse Waters talking about Joe Biden blocked uranium mining today on a million acre bordering the Grand Canyon. Why would Biden block mining for an element used for nuclear power plants, electricity? Radiation treatments. We already import 95% of our uranium from countries like Russia, Kazakhstan, Africa, and now Joe is single-handedly losing Africa to Russia, who was already controls uranium supply chain through its satellites. So and he's all proud because of conservation, because because of some type of. Uh, I mean, and this is millions of acres. That he's basically this is the this is the plan to kill America, right? It's just it's just very clear, the whole climate change thing now, all all these environmental things, the whole green thing is a plan to kill America, and uh, you know, guys, uh, and 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 it's just being exposed everywhere, which is the good news about everything. So Julie had a self prophecies the last few days. I'm going to read the one from yesterday, um, and we'll we'll get into that here in just a second. Here it is. This is whistleblowers are coming that will destroy many in D.C. This is kind of exciting when you look at this. Now, Mary's a due to come on here in a second, so we'll see if we can get through this. But my children, listen to me this day and have ears to... Oh, and Mary's here already? She doesn't have her mic on her camera, but I see her there. Okay, okay. All right, so so we will, we will, we will grab some of these tomorrow then. Um, I'm going to go over a few of the statements that were pretty big here. Another CIA whistleblower is coming forward on your eyes don't see yet and you uh, that, that your eyes don't see yet and you have not heard of a person who will tear apart this narrative and the so-called indictments against my David. Also, they have exposures to destroying many in DC. This person will tell many secrets the establishment tried to hide regarding the Biden and other foreign leaders according to uh, working together to bring down this nation, to bring down the dollar, to weaken the military efforts to stop the collapse of this nation. So that's kind of exciting. So I know I see Mary with a little fuzzy camera. I don't know for Mary, if you give me your, your thumbs up, we can get started when you're ready. There's a couple other things that are big. Oh, there we go. That's better. <laughs> Whatever you did there. I'm not there. Okay. Awesome. Is it, is it still fuzzy? Now it looks good now. It looks really good now. Hey, I appreciate yeah. you taking some time today. Looking so forward to what was going to happen in Chicago. Um, we are uh, we're going to have an open the heavens event. I just want to make sure everybody knows that if you go to marycrowley.com to start out with, uh, would love to get your take on what is going on with the open open the heavens event to start out with, if you don't mind. Sure. Well, I know you and Rob are going to be there. That's going to be exciting. Um, you know, you know, just to kind of give you guys an overview. First of all, hi everybody. <laughs> hey, Mary. <laughs> uh, uh, anyway, we're here in uh, California. I'm I'm here in Thousand Oaks, uh, a little bit uh, a suburb of uh, actually Ventura County, but uh, a lot of people in the industry live in Westlake Village, Thousand Oaks. It's nice out here. 
But mm -hmm. uh, in May 2nd of 2020, I woke up and I heard the voice of God say to me, we won't shut up for you, open up, open the heavens. So uh, he told me to do seven baptisms along the western seaboard of the United States, starting at Pirate's Cove, uh, where uh, during the Jesus movement, that's where they baptized a lot of people. And so on Pentecost, on 2020, May 30th, that's when we did uh, the open heavens. And I know it opened a portal in the spirit. God told me to do it. And then, of course, some of you guys maybe have saw the Jesus Revolution movie, which came out February 22nd. And it did about 52 million at the box office, which was which was good. Mm -hmm. But the sound of freedom has done like a hundred and over 160 million. Yes. So God is creating these films. So anyway, in saying all that, I did the seven baptisms He told me to do, uh, and then uh, you know last year, the you know this last year, the Lord said to me, "I want you to do these events in different parts of the country," and starting uh, first by the Mount Rushmore area. So we did open the heavens, let God arise. Um, Rick was there, and so was Rob. Rob QE Strong actually was one of the sponsors. And we were at the Monument Fine Arts Theater. We had a lot of people like Donna Rigney and Andrew Whalen, Manuel Johnson. You know, Rick was there, and we had, you know, just a lot of people. It was awesome. Andrew Whalen uh, and Marcus Rogers, we did Operation Fury Friday night, and it was really cool. So now it's like um, God said, keep it going. And a lot of my team actually lives in Chicago. And they said, we need to do this in Chicago and read about it. And there's a church called South Bridge Church um, that is a suburb in the suburb called, um, you know, uh, Orchard Park. And uh, it's a safe area. A lot of people think Chicago is the God. Are we going to get murdered or knifed or what's going to happen? No, it's a very safe area. And there's a lot of ample parking. And it's actually free admission. But we do have, um, if people want to have special seating, we're going to have a VIP special um, reception from 11.30 to 1.30 on um, Saturday. And that's going to be the lunch. We're going to have a lunch, you know, for the VIP people. And, uh, you know, they're going to get to meet Juan Sabin and Sheila Holm. And, and of course, Rick will be there. And and we're going to also have Emmanuel Johnson uh, and a lot of different patriots. I'm going to be showing my film, Freedom Pride, on Saturday afternoon at 2. And then um, just a, a lot of cool speakers. Um, so it's going to be good. But the main thing is that, um, you know, in, in 1893, they had the, the first World's Fair. I think it was called the Chicago Columbian Exposition Fair. Now, Sheila Holm and I talked about this, and she said it's interesting why they called it Columbian. Because, you know, Washington, D.C. is the District of Columbia, yeah. D.C. So, um, they actually released, you know, during that weekend in, in 1893 or that when they started the World's Fair, they had the Parliament of World Religions that came together. And um, Steve Stoltz is one of the pastors in the area. He knows a lot of the history of Chicago. And he said that was kind of the, the world, one world governments, world churches like the unity and their false unity and all that. He said even some Christians were involved with that. But, you know, they were deceived because God said, you know, we want to, of course, love everybody, but we're not like saying, you know, there's all ways that can get to God. They even have the Baha'i faith and this and that. So, um, Alexander Dowie, I don't know if you guys know who he is, but in researching revival, he came um, to Chicago during that time and the same day that the Chicago's World Fair opened, he started um, his church and it was called Zion and it was right on the other corner and 
he was used in tremendous ways. So there's a lot of prophecies about Chicago. That's why Obama, Hillary, um, and Oprah, all like, you know, that's that's their base of Chicago. It's a hub. I believe it's like right. the art that God wants to take back. So I believe that we're going to open the heavens. You know, in Mount Rushmore, when we went down on, we did it Friday night, Saturday, all day, and Governor Christy Nome uh, actually uh, gave us a declaration and called um, June 3rd, which was my mom's birthday, Open the Heavens Day in South Dakota. Uh -huh. so, pretty cool. So I think it's going to be a significant event. So we will be streaming it too. You have to go to my Rumble channel and sign up. Uh, we'll be streaming it for free on Rumble. Um, and so if you, you know, we hope that you could come in person if you can, but if not, at least we're going to be streaming it. So open the heaven, let God arise. Uh, God gave us a directive to, uh, and there's the now is the time. Yeah, it's just rumble.com and you go and put in the search bar, Mary Crowley. Mary's right in the middle of America. M-E-R-I-C-R-O-U-L-E-Y. Yes. And subscribe. And I did like three po uh, podcasts yesterday with Steve Stoltz, the Chicago pastor, F.G. Anon. I did him last night. And um, and also, uh, who else? Is it's like all these, I've done like six podcasts this week, so they're running together. That's but awesome. F.G. <laughs> Anon was there uh, in uh, Mount Rushmore and really had a good time. He couldn't come this time because uh, his son had a some type of event um, going on. And so he, he was sad, but he's going to come next time. I think we're going to do the next one in uh, Florida. And, okay, oh. good. I was going to was, was ask that to see what was going on. So I know we had this uh, cool event happen that also in, in, in the one in South Dakota where we're at the, we're at the very underneath part of, uh, I guess, the lowest part praying by the flag. And I guess somebody got confused and they were trying to find us and they took a picture of, of the Mount Rushmore. What, what did they see there, Mary? <laughs> well, first of all, let me let me back up. Donna yeah. Rigney and I, Donna Rigney was one of the people who had, you know, spoke um, up in the Heavens event. And Donna Rigney often goes into different cities and actually the Lord has her open portals. Right. And what is a portal? And really all it is is really where God of you know these portals are where you know you know the angels kind of come in and, and go just like when you know jacob remember it said um he was wrestling with the angel and then um after that you know he won the angel and said like a, a portal opening he saw the angels ascending and descending mm -hmm. and, the left. and i think what happens is the demonic realm tries to take back these gates but it says the gates of hell will not prevail so i was interviewing donna rigney like in april kind of telling people about she was going to be at the event, and and then a woman from uh, Canada okay. wrote an email and pretty much said that she had this dream that she saw. Um, she had been seeing the word four 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 a lot, and she had been in a vehicle with. Uh, sorry, my nose is itching. She was in this vehicle with. She said she could see these two white um, people with hoodies, and she knew they were angels, and they were like in this hovercraft kind of thing, and they came up to this this uh, mountain and she looked up and she said it was Mount Rushmore. She said she could see um, George Washington and, and uh, Abraham Lincoln. But to the left of uh, George Washington was um, the lion of the tribe of Judah, Jesus, is mm -hmm. a lion. And then she saw Donald Trump to the right. And so uh, what happened, she, she then said some things happened, um, the angel, there was just a number of things in the dream that was very significant. 
But then, um, and so she goes, I think there's something really significant about your event. And the event, the Asheville Monument, uh, the event uh, was actually uh, 444 Mount Rushmore Boulevard. So um, on Sunday, we all met at two o'clock and we were all supposed to meet up above at two o'clock where then you have to walk down and then there's stairs and there's like a, a stage and Mount Rushmore is directly above. And at nighttime, they have some type of reenactment and they do a bunch of things, show a little film. I've, I've been to that a few times. So what happened, we all met down there, we met above and then we all went down. Well, um, this one man, I guess, didn't see us. He must, he started walking around, you know, he didn't see us, he might've been a little later. He didn't see that we were down below. So um, he saw the structure and he took a picture. Well, then he posted it on Facebook and he didn't realize later that people were saying like, hey, you see that Donald Trump's face is in the cloud. <laughs> I don't know if you have that picture. I, th there was one little face. It was all blue sky, and there was one little little cloud. See if I can find this. Cloud, you can see. Um, you can see. It's on my Facebook page, and you can yeah, see. Yeah, I'm looking for it right now. Just a second. I'll see if I can get it up. There it is. <laughs> yeah. So if you blow that up a little bit, I don't know if you can blow that up. Like. Um, you can see I don't know if you can see it good enough but so the next day see she didn't see he didn't see her that day because I guess you know and he had heard some singing so what happened is on Sunday remember Rick we all went down there yes and we were all in a circle and I read actually that um, that email from that woman sharing about what she saw and how significant she felt it was going to be and then we prayed and we had someone blow the shofar, and there was just a number of things happened. And uh, I believe that something shifted. Well, this yes. man actually was walking around, and he heard some singing, and he said it sounded like children's voices, but it was all of us singing. And that's when he took the picture. And so the next day, Donna Rigney and her husband Jack were on a tour of like the the area around Mount Rush. He went to Mount Rushmore again, and went to Deadwood and different other tourist attractions and uh, this guy saw Donna and came up to her and he said hey this is what happened he showed her the picture and she went wow and so she said send me that picture so Donna sent it to me that was actually on Elijah's streams both Andrew Whalen right. and Donna Rigney were both on Elijah's streams that next week and told them about the event <laughs> Schultz goes yeah Mary Crowley she's involved with Hollywood and da -da 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 -da, whatever so we're going to see the greatest show on earth, you guys. God is yes. going to show up and go off. And uh, you know what's happening, especially with all these indictments now against Trump, it was important that we went to that area first because, you know, that area of Mount Rushmore, that was a very sacred Indian rock. And when they, when they went there and they put those four American presidents in that rock, it was very disrespectful to the yes. Native Americans. And a lot of the those who, who were involved with that were Freemason. So Joe Donnell, who was one of the speakers at that event, he's actually a state legislator, he's very good friends with Governor Christy Nome. He was one of the speakers and he said that when you look from up above, like in an aerial view, um, and you look at the Mount Rushmore area, he said it actually looks like a heart pumping, mm -hmm. like, like that whole region. He said, because the, the trees when they're moving and it looks like a heart. They call the that black like horse. Yeah. Yeah. They call so that anyway, the what? 
I think they, he said it's like they feel like the heart, the Black Hills is like the heart of America. Right. Mm-hmm. That's what he was saying. So Joe Donnell um, got really attacked. Um, he got up on stage, and I actually did an interview with him on my podcast, mm-hmm. and he talked about the Freemasons and whatever. What they did is they took a clip of that interview and posted it on a tweet, and it got like half a million, like whatever, and they tried to really come against him saying like, you know, like it was... I don't know. They really tried to, to skew this. Like this guy's crazy, and um, Governor Nome, we should fire him, get him off the legislature. It was. He really went through a lot of attack after we were over the target mm-hmm. that week. And after that event, remember, Rick, there was a huge thunderstorm, like Friday night, with thunder and lightning. Yes. Well, well something in the heavens open. I open feel open the heavens. Yeah, something happened in Chicago. That's what's going to happen. So it's going to be exciting, but. Um, so now I'm going to have some time to pray over people too. Now I can stay on for an hour. That's what I, I can. How long was I slated for? Yeah, an hour from 5:30 to 6:30, if that still works for you. Yeah, and is that when I come and can pray over people too? Yeah, yeah, that does. Okay, well I'll have some time at the end, you guys, to pray over people. Yeah, yeah. So, so usually I do a half hour of interview, and then we move over to that, if that's all right, for the second half hour. Of course. Okay, no problem. Does that work? So, yeah, 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 of course. Mm-hmm. And you know, I've got my Zoom call tonight. A lot of your, you know, your people come yes. on. It's um, my Hollywood prophetic Zoom call. It's seven to ten, but people don't have to stay on. They jump on when they want. Sheila Holmes coming on tonight. Awesome. And uh, we got some incredible people. And and this is very significant today, um, Rick, because yesterday eight eight and today eight nine. Um, is when the Manson murders happened. Wow, I realize that. Well, I I read all about that when I was a kid. That that was really shocking stuff. Well, right, and we were, you know, but the thing is, it happened in, um, you know, I I was a kid too, but the situation that happened, it's, I know a lot about Manson because Lonnie Frisbee, the movie I've been working on, Mm -hmm. uh, the which we're in, we're in development on now. I'm in post, we're in pre-production, mm-hmm. and uh, we've actually got the storyboards and we've got a trailer and and uh, great. It's the script and we're doing a lot of good things. But but um, Lonnie Frisbee, when he went up to San Francisco in 1967 after his encounter with God, he went up to this mountain. Some of you guys have heard me talk about this, but mm-hmm. he dropped LSD which he had done many times before, and he said, God, if you're real, reveal yourself to me. And all of a sudden, he had a vision of the you know, Pacific Ocean being filled with people in darkness. And Jesus appeared to him and said, I'm putting a light on you to reach lost people. Um, and so why I'm bringing this up, you know, he, he had a scholarship up to San Francisco. He went up there, and he was had this power that was on him, but he didn't know anything really about the Word of God or... So he was on the street corners, like saying, Jesus is coming back in a spaceship. Because he was like a UFO guy, you know, he was like a, you know, Edgar Casey. He was looking for love in all the wrong places, you know, mm-hmm. being a hippie. Uh, but but he found God when he said, God, reveal yourself to me. So um, he, from Christian couples that started the first Christian commune called the House of Miracles, they saw Lonnie, they brought him in. And they started mentoring him. And God actually spoke to Lonnie and told him to quit, um, you know, the art school and to work for the Lord, and that God would would make his life uh, be really fruitful. 
And so they opened, Lonnie listened to God and quit. So they opened up this little coffee house called the living room and they started ministering to the hippies, feeding them kind of like on the uh, Salvation Army. Uh, you know, like they, you know, John, I mean, uh, William and Catherine Booth, they would feed people and they would, you know, it was kind of like feed them and then get them cleaned up and give them the Bible. And that they started doing that with these hippies. And Charles Manson came through. Uh, he was up in San Francisco. He had just gotten released from prison. And uh, he basically went through the, that living room at that time. And Lonnie tried wow. to evangelize. And uh, then, he, then Charles Manson came down to LA and started moved into Spawn Ranch. I mean, if you really look at the history of Charles Manson. So when they went in on 8-8, Sharon Tate was 26. Well, if you're going to put two and six together, that's eight. She was eight months, eight and a half months pregnant. And uh, when Tex Watson and Susan Atkins and uh, there was two other people, um, Linda something or other and, and Patricia Prinwinkle, I think, and uh, they went in there and they brutally, you know, uh, Sharon Tate was begging for her life. Mm -hmm. uh, and they brutally murdered her and her baby. But see, Roman Polanski, she was married to Roman Polanski, and Roman Polanski was a famous director, but remember he did that movie, Rosemary's Baby? Mm -hmm. and I, I got some from a long time ago. I don't even remember seeing the movie, but it was all about this woman giving birth, Mia Farrow, and actually gave birth to like Satan's baby. Wow. Baby. So it was almost like, like it was a sacrifice. So the reason I bring this up is it, I did an, an interview with S.G. Anon, and uh, you know a lot of those um, movie, like a lot of those musicians, uh, like there's a, a famous area called Laurel Canyon, and a lot of these famous musicians like Jim Morrison of the Doors, Frank Zappa, Crosby, Stills, Nash and Young, a lot of them lived in Laurel Canyon, and on top of Laurel Canyon was a military base called Lookout Mountain, and mm -hmm. they made it into a film studio where um, that Walt Disney and a lot of these people uh, would meet with them up there. And I just found out as I researched this yesterday that that's where they did all, they had all the filmmakers, they started making films about nuclear, nuclear stuff. Mm -hmm. And so we tied in with the Oppenheimer stuff. Uh, that's what I tied that in with. But the CIA was really in back with a lot of the, the LSD. Because the 50s, um, I read a book called Weird Scenes from the Canyon and also Chaos, the CIA, Charles Manson, the CIA, and how the CIA and the military industrial complex really tried to cause this generation gap between, um, you know, the generations in particular with the parents and the youth. And so what we're seeing now. That. What? Division, division. That's what they want everywhere, right? Right. And so I've been having a prayer meeting in Hollywood, and then after the pandemic happened and they shut down the venue right between the Whiskey and the Roxy where we were meeting, uh, Rudy's House of Prayer, it was um, right across some Hustler. It's in West Hollywood, and most of the bands got their start at those two different um, venues. Uh, and so what happened, you know, we were praying for Hollywood, and this is really important, you guys, because God has taken back history. He's, he's having us look back in Good. spiritual modeling of what happened in certain areas. And the reason I'm bringing this up today is because um, August 8th and 9th was two days in history where Charles Manson sent his, you know, these, these followers of his that literally were almost like MKL drug with the LSD 
and the program that he, I believe Charles Manson was programmed. Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, there's, it's a long story going into it, but I'll just tell you this. Um, God, the, in, it was 50 years after, um, you know, the whole thing happened in 1969. Quentin Tarantino came out with his film, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. And it was all about the Sharon Tate murders, but it didn't. It it ended up being the happy ending, mm -hmm. and not the demonic ending where they were murdered and killed and brutally killed. And I've seen the movie. I don't know if you've seen it. I wanted to see it because it was around the. What time was it called again? Once upon a time in Hollywood. Okay. Went to, you know, Brad Pitt actually got a, uh, I think it had to be a word for a uh, best supporting actor. He was uh, Once upon a time in Hollywood at Brad Pitt, and. Um, that pretty oh uh, uh who's the girl that plays uh, in Barbie? She's a famous Leonardo actor. Leonardo DiCaprio, I think, was in it. What's her name? Leonardo DiCaprio was in. I think. He played. Leonardo DiCaprio was in it, and also Robia, uh, Robbie, whatever her name is. She's a very beautiful blonde actor. She played Sharon Tate, but she also played the Barbie in the Barbie movie. The she plays Barbie in this recent Barbie movie. But so I'm I'm saying that you guys. Because I knew all the history, the address of the place that um, Sharon Tate lived was called 150 Cielo Drive. Well, Cielo means heaven, mm. and 100 is 50/50, so it was technically 50/50/50 Cielo Drive. And I knew a lot about it because I look at times 50-year sequences as jubilee, and I knew that it was the 50-year anniversary of the landing on the moon. 50-year anniversary of the Manson murders. There was a lot of 50 years anniversaries in 69. But let me tell you, this was the cool thing, is I had my pastor, Jeannie Richardson, we were getting ready to go over to the Radiance House of Prayer that night on Wednesday. And all of a sudden, I'm coming out of the coffee bean. We had just gotten a latte. It was around mm -hmm. 5 o'clock. And I hear the Lord speak to me mm -hmm. these words. He said, it was the bloody show. He said, you need to get over there right now. Whoa. And I'm like, I go, God is telling us we have to go over there right now. And so we get in my car. I punch in. I've never been by. You know, I don't just go by there unless God says. I put in 150 Cielo Drive in, into my GPS. And I'm driving down Sunset Strip. And we come up. And all of a sudden, in front of us is a Jaguar with 77777 license plate. I mean, you know what I mean? You don't run into license plates like that that much. And then I turned on Benedict Canyon, and we went up to Cielo Drive and turned left, and we came to the place where the house would have been, but they've since torn it down, and they don't have that address anymore. But a 50, 50, 50, 150 Cielo Drive, all of a sudden we pull up to that spot, and it's 555. Five, five. Whoa. <laughs> and the Lord said to me, this was the bloody show that the enemy opened up a demonic portal and he said, I want you to close it right now. Whoa. And so Jeannie and I, all we did is, this is what we're going to do in Chicago. All we did is we said, Psalm 24, lift up your head so ye gates be lifted up your everlasting doors. Let the King of glory come in. And all of a sudden in the spirit, I saw this angel with this flaming sword. And I saw it, it, it take back that, that, that portal. And, that portal. and so the sex trafficking, the adrenochrome, all the stuff that even Elijah Wood that played Frodo in The Lord of the Rings in 2017 when he was interviewed in Parade Magazine, he said that Hollywood is run by pedophiles. 
And as we started praying at Radiance House of Prayer, we've been praying now seven and a half years, four um, right there actually at Boots on the Ground and then three and a half years now praying on the Zooms um, because I've been traveling and God said, the Zooms we can get people on from all over the country. So it's time to take back these gates. And uh, that's why he said to call it open the heavens, let God arise. So now this is one other interesting thing. I have some new producers that are working with me, Mark and Michelle mm -hmm. Griffith. They actually, um, very strong Christians, they met at UCLA. They've been working in the industry for over 30 years. Uh, I had a conference call with Michelle yesterday. We've got our storyboards and different things we're putting together. And I said, yeah, I just did an interview with SG Anon all about Charles Manson and the Tate murders today. And she goes, well, did you know who the LaBiancas were? And I said, yeah, you know, and Rosemary LaBianca, I know, know very well. The next day they went into the Los Pilos area and they murdered uh, them. And she said, well, listen to this, guys. She said, my father was a funeral director and my father was the one that did the funeral for those, for Rosemary and Lita LaBianca. And he said they were viciously like murdered, like stabbed with forks 50 times. It was just, I mean, I'm, I know it's hard to hear this stuff, but it's hard to hear about the trafficking. It's hard to hear about the adrenochrome. It's hard right. to hear all, but this is a blood sacrifice that the demonic realm happened in with MKUltra. If you guys, I, I didn't know about any of these things, MKUltra. I thought when I interviewed Liz Krokenrick in 2017, and she started telling me about Pizzagate, Pedogate, and MK. I go like, what? Yeah. MK Ultra. You know, I just kind of went like, you know, la la land. There's no way. And then as I went down the rabbit hole, I went like, wow, it was the CIA. Actually, the Nazis came over, mm -hmm. and they actually implemented a lot of the Joseph Mengele, you know, things and the techniques through the MK Ultra to make slaves out of people. Mm -hmm. Kelly Patterson, who's in my book. Um, Freedom Cry, Women Fighting Trafficking. She spoke, as you remember, Rick, um, in South Dakota. She was trafficked at six years old out of a small town in, in, in South Dakota. And so people think, oh, I'm in a small town and I'm safe. Well, it was her neighbor who was good friends of her parents. And um, he was a philanthropist, a well-known guy in town. And he started grooming her at like four years old. You know, taking her out and said, I'm beautiful. Everyone said, you're so lucky to have this guy paying you all this attention. Well, one day, she said, he took me out like on a normal, you know, to the to her to get ice cream or whatever. And she said, he took me into this building. And she said, there was a whole ring of people sitting in a circle. And she said, pretty much, um, they pretty much, they said, disrobed her. And they said, you're just so sexy, we can't help it. And I mean... The way they groomed At her, she age, asked She was groomed to be part of the elite pedophiles. She actually went to head of states. I mean, like she, she actually went into certain areas. There's certain people I can't even name on here. Mm -hmm. They're still, but um, you know, um, she told me some some high level names of people that are still living. I imagine you're gonna have some of those people in Chicago too talking about what's going on there, right? We're going to show my film. Kelly lived in lives in South Dakota. She won't be there, but okay. we'll, have, we'll have a panel of people. But yeah, it, it's you know. The, so the reason I bring this up, you know, it it just is God is getting ready to expose the hidden secrets of darkness and what even what God God sometimes just does it play by play, where He's saying now is the time. Okay, do that. Now is the time. 
and he's exposing these hidden things just like with what's happening with Trump and all these things that are happening the indictments and because the, they're totally they're they're afraid of what he knows but they've got the goods on you know what I mean Trump's yes. got the goods on all of them and uh, they're not gonna the, the greatest show on earth is getting ready to happen yes you, you do have uh, several books but I, this is the one that uh, I bought for Shannon this is a one woman's journey of faith from glory to glory uh, was that your first book, Mary, that you did? Yeah, actually, I'm going to re redo the, the, the I actually, um, I republished it um, twice. I added four more chapters. My my first publisher ended up dying, had a massive heart attack at 44. Mm -hmm. And um, and so I'm actually going to redo the cover and add a couple more chapters on that podcast in these studios. Good. Um, but because it, it has stories and it shares stories about how you know like my life and i'm always teaching through it and it's a really easy book to read because i don't know about you but and that's why we have these um zoom calls on wednesday the lord said i want you to have people share their story their testimonies i like it because they're beautiful calls by the way what they're beautiful calls i love i love uh, your zoom calls i've i've gone to three or four of them and uh, really highly recommend them you can find them on marycrowley.com right the link marycrowley.com and then you'll go to the bottom and you can hit the Wednesday Zoom call and it'll take you right to here. So there's one tonight at 7 o'clock. Sheila Holmes, a expert in the... That's that specific, but it's 9 p.m. Um, That's right. Central. Yeah, 9 p.m. Central will be the start, 7 p.m. PST. And uh, Sheila is an expert on Georgia Guidestones. So I don't know what else she's going to be speaking about, but uh, is that what she's her main topic? A lot about Chicago. She knows a lot about a lot of. She's written eighteen books. Yeah, like she knows. Ask you Obama and Oprah. You know, uh, Oprah had a big party for Obama after he won, and uh, it was in the park, like you know, in Chicago. And there's a lot of things. When I went to a conference there in 2021 in June, and I was speaking, and the Lord said to me, "I didn't bring you here because of this conference. I brought you here because of what o Obama and Oprah did in Chicago." Whoa! Wow. So God had me take a team of intercessors down to where Harpo Studios used to be. Uh huh. So this is the thing God is taking a remnant of people. Um, it's not about how many people watch your podcast. It's not about how many view, you know people that follow you. It's not about any of those things. He said it's not how many views, how many in the pews. <laughs> it's, it's about the Lord says that you can't lose if if you just follow the Lord and follow the King. So, Amen. Um, you know, we're rising up into the greatest show on earth. He's having me build a studio now called Destiny to Rival Disney. And yes. um, I've got connected with a, a gentleman named Davy Liu, L-I-U, the first um, Chinese animator that Disney hired. Mm -hmm. He worked with Disney for 10 years. And uh, he wrote um, the Noah's Ark story from the animal's perspective called The Giant Leaf. And um, we've actually got um, Lindsay of the In and Out Burger fame has actually put up a letter of intent for the first 17 million. So I believe that um, God's going to open up the door for me to crowdfund the rest of the other 17 million. Destiny Studios in association with Can Do Films. So uh, we're going to build that studio, and really the studio is the content we create. Yes. And uh, children's movies. I mean, it takes a couple of years to do an animated feature. Um, but he's got the whole deck. I mean, the former animated uh, director of the president of Disney Studios, who's actually a good guy, he's no longer with Disney. Um, and we've got the guy who directed Mulan. Uh, all these people on the deck 
It's 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 we're ready to go. But they've been on this twenty years, you guys. He left Disney in two thousand, um, and so you know one of the directors, one of the executive people. Uh, there's actually I should have brought this clip up today, but this guy he spoke, and he said that we are getting ready to do Disney gender reassignment clinics. Wow, <laughs> unbelievable! I have it in a clip, but mm -hmm. I um. But he, they're putting 37% of the Disney characters are going to be LGBT. No, oh, geez. That's why and Disney's dying. White, Snow White story is coming out next year, 2024. Only Snow White will be Hispanic, and some of the seven dwarfs are transgender. But I have a new Snow White. Wait till you see this. Um, I'll show you this right now. This is my story, the Snow White. That's a, it's a new version of Snow White. My story that, that my friend Mio put in is called Snow White. And the Lord said, most of the church is hiding. Most of the church is asleep. But God's going to kiss her. She's going to wake up, take her rightful destiny. And and Mio, it's beautiful illustrations. Uh -huh. of, of, it's unbelievable. And so I have my own Snow White book story now. But, you know, Disney stories are out of um, our... our their, the copyright is expired, so they're public domain. Wow. So Mia, this friend of mine, has done Beauty and the Beast. He's done, um, you know, Pinocchio. Uh, and now he's done Snow White. And this is the book called The Giant Leaf. And it's uh, it's the movie animated series that I'm working with them on. It's, it's a beautiful um, story, but we're going to uh, we're gonna build a studio that will grab a destiny. God told me that 20 years ago. Yes, and, and that's good. And, it's good. and the difference between it is there's a T in there in Destiny, right? Destiny and have the same alphabetical letters, but Destiny has a T, which stands for the cross. So you have to understand, has been working with his CEO for 20 years. They just got the letter of intent from um, Lindsay last year, and then God connects them through me with me with some friends I know from prayer meetings. And I'm just telling you, it's a long story, but I'm telling this to your people and to our family on this line. It's that God knows how hard and many promises that he's given you. Mm -hmm. In my 11, it says, I know the plans that I have for you, says the Lord. Plans, and this God's heart, plans to make you success and give you a hope for your future. And when God told me that 20 years ago, guys, I kind of thought, what? I mean, I thought of a studio as actually a building and everything, and that eventually will have a building. But mm -hmm. really, this is what we produce. Yes. And so, like years ago, like I look, Destiny Studios already is taken. But then the Lord said to me, "No, Destiny Film Studio." And so we got that. We got a landing page, and then I meet them. So it's like God is building the platform, and we're too legit to quit. So if we don't quit, mm -hmm. we can't. Quit. And so that's where we're at right now. He's got the giant leaf up there. Mm -hmm. That is that is anyway, just awesome. Yeah, so yeah, so that is, you know what that is, you guys. It's so it's so the the Kendu is a fox, and and he has this dream about a giant leaf. Well, it's you know what that is, and I'm kind of giving it away a little bit, but that is underneath. Show that up on the screen. You know, it's that giant leaf. Uh huh. Noah's Ark. It's actually from from the water underneath. Oh wow! Cool. <laughs> that is really really cool. So I mean, I guess well, I have to be talking for you to be able to see it, but uh, that is really well, cool. I got it. It's good. But yeah. so, so what happens is they're all like, you know, 
one of them loses this and that. They're all trying to find whatever, and they finally get into this ark, and they thought that was the man-eating monster or whatever that was going to, but it was actually the thing that saved them was the ark. Wow. And, yeah. <laughs> it was really well told. Yeah, then, so there's going to be a movie on that, that, that on that book coming. Yeah, that. Giant Leaf. And he's got 12 books, six of them are already, I mean, 12 stories and six of them are already in the books. But see, I'll have the Lonnie Frisbee, the Prodigal. We'll have a lot of movies that are going to come through, music. And see, that's what the devil, he knows that because he's owned that narrative for so long. Yes. Like, you know, we would have never, COVID would have never been able to have taken root if they didn't use the fear point on the, you know, the, the mainstream media. Yeah, and if anybody told you, you know, uh, when you were told this, is it 15 years ago you were told of do Destiny versus Disney? Or is it 20 years ago? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's just amazing. And, you know, people would just think you're crazy because they own every, owned everything. And now, you, but now we see it right before our eyes, just crashing and burning, right? <laughs> so uh, I, I look so forward to working with you on that. 10 years. And, you know, he actually showed them the giant leaf book if they wanted it, but they wanted two. They wanted some of the two animals to be all two women, two men. Right. And he thought 20 years ago what they were already doing. Right. So he got out, he got out of there just in time to be working with you at, the, at such a time as this. Um, hey, well, backstage. Go ahead. So are we going backstage? Yeah. So we'll, yeah, so we won't go backstage here. We're just going to do it front stage like we did last time, if that's all right. Because I think it's really powerful for for uh, people on Rumble and Facebook to be able to see this as well. If you're okay with that, Mary, um, we did it front stage last time. But backstagers, uh, you can raise your hand and keep your camera on if you want to have uh, to be prophesied over by Mary. And um, Mary, is that is a good time to transition now, or is there anything else that you really want to share before we get into that? I have like about a half an hour mm -hmm. to. You know, half an hour or so to pray. Right. If you have a backstage pass, get backstage now. We'll be able to pray over everybody. No kidding. That's right. Come to open the heavens in Chicago. We'll do that for sure. So we have a bunch of people with uh, their hands up. Let me flip, just switch just to the gallery view. So, um, but uh, I don't know if you can see. But I think there's seven or eight, nine hands up already. Um, well, so, if you could just put it where the whole screen is, like where I can see the people. Like, you know, where I, they don't see me, we just see all the screen. Yeah, and so what I haven't done yet, Mary, is actually, uh, I'm in, in my new studio with a whole new software setup, so I'm not sure if you can, uh, if I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try this, but we'll see. But I have my, my uh, let's see if this will work here if I do this. Uh, where is the full screen? We're able to kind of put them all on the screen, but I don't know how we did it last time. <laughs> Yeah, so I'm not sure what you can see versus me, but uh, I was trying to get to the... Well, I, I can kind of see, like, um, can you put me in the, in the gallery view and then I can see everybody instead of in the speaker view? Yeah, so I have the gallery view right now, right? And so, it, so I'm having them on both right now. Um, and so I'm trying to figure out how to get you a bigger picture. So you can't, from your Zoom, be able to see that? Maybe I can, well, get it back in the gap. Well, I can kind of see. Like, yeah, because okay. usually the way I do this is this, and then I can bring up one person that if you tell me to, I can just bring up one person at a yeah, time. Just start bringing up the people. Yeah, yeah, I'll bring, I'll bring up this. Yes, yeah, so I'll do that. That'll probably be the easiest thing. Can you so. put everybody where Mary is on the left, Rick, where it's a whole big screen of all of us or bigger, and she's. Ah, yeah, that's right. what I did. I just, I just did that on the wrong side, so I can. 
I can go like this. So I'm gonna take, take a, the, I'm trying to do this in order. So Chris is the first one, and I'm gonna put Chris up on the this screen here. Do you see, can you see that, uh, Mary? I'd like the mustache. Thank you. A little beard too. <laughs> Okay, so now I've got you on. Is that that I got them on the big screen? Does that help? That's good. That's good. So that's Chris. It's a it's a lady, right? Chris. Yes. Yes. Sometimes Chris can be. K R I S. Okay. Well, let me just pray for Chris. So, Lord, I thank you for Chris, and I thank you. Um, the Lord said, Chris, you can't miss um, what I'm getting ready to do, and and I'm getting ready to kiss you, Chris because you can't miss this kiss because you're coming into a season of intimacy of intimacy where even as mary talked about the snow white story um i had told her that most of my churches were snow white when white was most of the church was hiding most of the church is asleep but i'm getting ready to kiss her and she's going to awaken and take her true destiny but chris i'm going to kiss you and you're going to have a time of great intimacy where you, it's into me you see and uh, you're going to have an encounter with the most high god and uh, you're going to come into the bridal chamber um even you know with with the king of kings with jesus and the lord says that i know your heart and i know you have a tender holy heart so it, and you've had a lot of challenges but god said i'm getting ready um, to, to take the years that the locusts have eaten and getting ready to give it back. And uh, God said, you're coming into a season that you can't lose because you were, you were one that I did choose. So Lord, I thank you for Chris. I see a crown being put on your head. And I thank you, Lord, that you would bless her and keep her and that your faith would shine upon her and be gracious to her. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you. You know, yeah. thank you, Chris. You know, some of these words are going to be generic. You know, like, like I just hear what I hear him saying, and sometimes it can get detailed. Other times it can be more, whatever. But regardless, um, God is blessing everybody really with intimacy. He's really bringing us into a season. That he's crowning us. So I want you to know that um, don't feel bad if your word maybe isn't as good as somebody else's. It's really not about that. In fact. I feel the Lord giving me a word for everybody right now in the call. Mm -hmm. Right now, for everybody in the call, um, the Lord is saying, just raise your hands unless you're driving the car. It's like the Lord is saying that on this day, 8 9, that I say it's divine and I'm opening up a paradigm. And it's a paradigm shift because the enemy is after you to sift you as wheat. But I'm coming into complete. And bring you into a season of completed, not defeated. So the Lord said, on this call today, I am going to give you back your dreams. And I'm going to bring you into my showcase. And I'm going to bring you in my seats. And God said, and the devil has horror films. That's what he likes to produce. But God said, my films in real life are happily ever after. But remember, at the end of the second act of the three acts, it's always, there's always a lot of challenges that come into place. That's where we're at right now in, in the kingdom, in the world. It's the end of the second act. And as Disney always said, bring on the witch. That's what they always <laughs> things were, were you know, like it. bring on the witch. And so um, the Lord said, and even going back, because you have to understand, 
he likes stories in heaven. In fact, there's movies in heaven, if you believe it or not. And you're going to be able to watch movies of parts of your life that's, that's from the past, or things that there's not going to, there's not going to be any sorrow in heaven. But you're going to learn for some of the things that you did. But let me tell you, it's like God said, as you remember, the wicked witch in the, in the Wizard of Oz uh, always used fear. You know, but but it was all about faith now that I'm bringing in. So God says today, I'm giving you a gift of faith to come into your heart that when the enemy tries to bring on the witch, tries to bring on the demonic realm and tries to tell you things and speak to you these curses, God said, I'm going to reverse the curse. And tonight I want you to know that I'm bringing in families. God said, I'm bringing in the prodigal sons and daughters. So tonight the Lord said, the angels of the Lord are going after your sons and your daughters. And even as the story of the prodigal son, God said, I'm going to bring your children back and I will run. I will run to them. I will run to them and have a party. I will have a party. And, and that's what's going to be happening. You're going to see a great awakening happening, even among the LGBT community. I'm going to make Amen. the LGBT love God be true. Whenever you hear you see LGBT, just think, love God be true. Amen. And both of them have been molested, and a lot of them have gone through many challenges, and they were indoctrinated and groomed because I didn't make Adam and Steve. I made Adam and Eve. Mm -hmm. So go forth. I'm now bringing you into the greatest move of God the world has ever seen. So Lord, I thank you for everybody on this call. I see the Lord crowning everybody on this call. And um, the Lord is crowning everybody. I know that there's going to be certain ones that Mary will pray for. But I I am praying over all of you. Remember I said I would leave the 99 to find the one that was lost. And so um, never forget that. I now am anointing you for the end time harvest. That it's not going to be about what's in it for me. It's as you take this key right now that I'm giving you today, this is the key of liberty, that you will now go out and open doors that have not been opened to you before. The Lord said, like Peter of the Twelve was the only one that stepped out of the boat. God said, a lot of people want to get a prophetic word. I understand that. But a lot of times people get words and they never did anything with the word I gave them the first one. So I'm not giving them more words until they do what I told them to do first. And uh, I told you to go into the world and to preach the gospel. And so that's why I told you to go. They're not going to come to you. You have to go. And so today, I'm giving you an exhortation to go. In the grocery stores, as I start showing you one, just go up to them and say, you know what? You're really favored by God. Don't just try to push Jesus on them and say, do you want to get saved? No. You have to build the bridge first. And so God says, just go in and, and just share just good news with them. And the Lord says, I am bringing forth even the prophetic anointing on you tonight with the word of knowledge and the word of wisdom, you're going to start knowing stuff about people. And all of a sudden you're going to say, hey, do you have a knee that hurts? Yeah, I do. Well, God wants to heal it. Just step out of the boat. And it doesn't matter if you're wrong. At least you stepped out. And and that's what Kim Clement at the beginning of his ministry, Mary knows an evangelist that, 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 or in a minister that came to church is Dr. Kim Clement went the first times when he started going out. He was wrong a lot, but he stepped out and he tried. He said it 
And oftentimes he swung all the way. He swung with all of his might. And he missed a lot initially, but eventually he started hearing the voice of God and eventually he started getting very accurate with dates and times and street numbers and everything. But just go for it now. This is my call. This is my call to the ball. God said, and I'm gonna kiss you. You're gonna wake up and you're gonna come alongside of Jesus and you're gonna live happily ever after in the kingdom of my dear son, Jesus. Because I have mansions in heaven prepared for you. You all have a mansion. Lord said, so that's why I told you, don't store up treasures on earth. I said, store up treasures in heaven. And so right now, the Lord says, I want you to start sowing into, into the spirit to, the, for, to your future. Life is but a vapor. And really this life, even if you live to be 100 years old in the scope of things, it's just but a vapor. It's like here today, gone tomorrow. So just God said, I, I enjoy my people. I want you to spend time with me. And I want you to know it's the hidden ones that are the most important. Everyone wants to be an eye or a hand, but the liver can live without a hand or an eye can't live without a liver. So just remember that. The valuable ones that seem like you're, you're not important, you're actually more valuable than the ones that are sometimes out in the, in the things where everyone talks about and knows. Well, Lord, I thank you for everybody in the call. I'll still pray over people, but I feel that the Lord wanted to make you know you're all important. It's not just about, because I can't prophesy over probably all the hands that are going to be raised. I can prophesy over a few. Lord, I thank you that you have your hand upon me in Jesus' name. And I hear the Lord saying to Rick, um, Rick, I'm going to have you raise up even a school of the prophets, um, that you're going to literally have a school like once a month, like a prophetic class. That you'll have people on like Mary and Julie Green and different ones that will come on and that will that will teach and will talk and actually that the people can start prophesying on each other because it's really the anointing is more caught than caught. And so um, the Lord said, I put a crown on your head, Rick, because you're coming into a new season. Things are, are flipping. I'm flipping and there's going to be a studio in Dallas, Texas. There's going to be a studio that you're going to be involved with, you and and uh, and the team, and, and you're going to be able to produce content that will change the culture. And so get ready, says the Lord. Um, you're an innovator, Rick. You're an innovator. And so I, I pause for my entrepreneur innovations. That's going to be an imagination. One thing that Walt Disney did have uh, was imagination. And uh, he did have some things that were good. Not everything about Disney was bad. But see, that's what happens. Little by little, the enemy starts taking over and more and more people get involved. And Roy Disney was actually a fairly decent man that was not happy with some of the changes he saw coming into Disney. So just be still, Rick. I've got you and your brother Rob and your team. That's got, <laughs> I guess you're getting ready to go to the top. I calls you the cream of the crop. You cannot stop because God said it's a new season and you can't lose. And uh, this is interesting, Rick. I see God using you as a pitcher. Uh, you know, in the Field of Dreams movie, um, the, um, the father of uh, Ray, uh, I mean, of uh, 
John, John Kinsella was the name of the father and he was a catcher. And at the end of that movie, remember, his son who played catch with his dad. And but God said, I'm getting ready to pitch motion pictures. And God said, Mary's dad pitched baseball until he was 82 years old. He died of leukemia a few years ago. And God said, let me tell you all of you, there is baseball in heaven. And you believe it or not, there is baseball. There's a lot of things up in heaven that is going to be just like earth, but there's no sin. And uh, it's going to be fun. It's the greatest show on earth. So Rick, I'm giving you a new uniform. Everybody on the call, raise your hands again. The angels are in back of you and they're putting on a new uniform. So Lord, we thank you for the new uniform and uh, we're gonna be a team. But remember, you have your name and a different number on everybody in the team. Has your own name and you have a number. So I know your number, says God. And I know that you're blessed. And so Lord, I thank you that you're bringing them a blessing. Bless them and keep them. Let your face shine upon them. Be gracious to them. Lift up your countenance and grant them your shalom. In Jesus' name. Wow. Okay, so let's fun. Yeah, so I, I'll, I'll, I'll actually go over extra. Like, I'll, I'll do like till, like, how, what time do you have to end the call at? Uh, it goes long as you can. <laughs> People yeah, I'll go into like uh, 4.45. Okay. Like, that's a, I'll go like another, um, I'll go like another 25 minutes to do like uh, other people. Okay, that, so let's put different people. Okay. Yeah, so I got Di up here from England. Di, D-I, Di, Di yeah. yeah. Di comes on the Zoom call. Yeah. Hi, Mary. Hey, Di. Look at she's in the field of dreams. <laughs> okay, so okay, so Lord Di, the Lord says he calls you Lady Di. He said you're the apple of my eye, and the Lord says sometimes you feel like you're 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 in a place that you feel like you're dying. But God says, keep on trying because dying, um, your work where you're at is very valuable. And I'm going to connect you to others, the Lord said, that are going to be like-minded. Mary is going to help to connect you with some people. But let me tell you this. Um, I've given you the ability to write. I want you to start writing. And and the Lord said, this is a, a, to all of you on the call, the Lord said, I'm literally, I'm going to be doing you know, prophecies over individuals, but then it's also going to be corporate where you can grab onto this. You have a writer's anointing. Right now, the Lord said, I'm giving out golden pens. Golden pens. And and the Lord says, all, how do you eat an elephant one bite at a time? You just have to write. Just even a page a day. But God said there's a lot of stories, in particular for children, that God said to write. It doesn't have to be long books. Everybody always thinks of a book as something you know, uh, very hard, but, but God said, I'm giving you the ability to write. And this is about imagination and not everything has to be, um, you know, uh, it can be fiction. You can write a fiction story. Look at the whole Harry Potter series and the whole uh, Lord of the Rings series. And a lot of these series actually have done really well. You can create characters that are actually going to have, um, uh, really good solutions to problems, and you can use um, teach through story. So, die, you're the apple of my eye, and it's time that you're going to fly. So, Lord, I thank you for die, uh, that you're the apple of your eye. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. Amen. Die, do you ever write? Have you ever written? I did as a child. I used to write lots of little short stories, and it's something I would love to do again. So, well, start, start. Yeah. Start doing it. Just start. Start. 
Yeah, I think I will. Thank you. Yeah. Okay, guys. See, so that's not just for diets. For some of you guys, the Lord was given out a writing, uh, a golden pen. Okay, let's bring the next one up. Yeah. So this is Katie, the truck driver, Katie. <laughs> oh, hi, Katie. Um, okay, I'm going to pray in the Holy Spirit. And the Lord said, he calls you great, Kate. Um, the Lord said that that you're, that you are his, that the Lord said everywhere that you, you tread, I'm going to give you. And I know that a lot of times you open up, I'm just going to close my eyes because otherwise I'm looking at myself prophesying. Um, I'm just going to close my eyes. The Lord calls you great, Kate. And as you're driving, the Lord says, as you're on the road, the Lord says, you tread upon serpents and scorpions. And actually the Lord said, um, and you're already connected with some of these people that uh, that you connect with and talk with and pray with, but the truckers and the people that are doing driving, uh, look what happened with the truckers in Canada. It was that trucker convoy that actually really spoke to people from all over the world about not standing down from tyrannical dictates. And so get ready because um, you have a seer gift. I want you to know that you have a seer gift and as you're driving, you're gonna to start to actually see angels. You actually are gonna see a lot of stuff in the clouds, but there's gonna be supernatural signs and wonders. And let me tell you, um, you're gonna run into, and you've run into uh, angels many times unaware oftentimes um god said you will run into angels and there'll be people and you've actually wondered wonder if that person was an angel the lord said they were many times the lord said i've had angels come up to you as people don't try to think now like when it was but the lord said many of you on this call actually have uh, had angels unawares that have come to you and and just normal people that you just thought they were normal but they were really angels and so I've got a lot of angels around you, Katie, as you go about your day. And just know that um, the intercessors and the ones that pray, um, God said, it's really important now to pray in the Holy Spirit a lot. Pray in tongues. All of you on this call, pray in tongues because the Holy Spirit is going to be praying. There is a shaking that the enemy wants to bring forth the false flag. He wants to do something like a 9-11 event, but God said, if my people called by my name will humble themselves and pray. You know the scripture, the last thing, turn from their wicked ways. As you drive and just say, Lord, we repent on behalf of the sins. Remember Moses, even though he often didn't do anything when Korah, you know, like said, who made you ruler over us? And that's when the Lord said, I started, I, I literally, they started dying and Moses had to come and say, we've sinned, God, forgive us. And so I call you an intercessor, Katie. Go forth and uh, just know that uh, I'm with you. Wherever you put your tires, your tires as you tread upon serpents and scorpions, I will give you the land. Everywhere that you go, I'm giving you the territory. So Lord, I thank you, God, for Katie. Great Kate, the, great Kate to open the gate. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. Okay. Great. So keep on going. Thank you so much. Did that make sense? Mm. All of it did. All of it. It was like an answer to so many prayers that I've been praying. Thank you so much. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> you're welcome. 
See, sometimes we think we hear things and we don't really, we don't mean us and think, but to them it means a lot. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So, so let's go on to the next one. This this is Paula. Paula, that's uh, I'll talk so you can see her because it puts it up on top yes. of your screen. Yeah, I see her. Okay, so Lord, I thank you for Paula. And you know, there's another famous, of course, Paula White. But God says, let me tell you, you see things, Paula, in white and black. And the reason I say it that way because um, God said you go all the way. You're not living kind of in the gray area. You're, you're, the Lord says you're going all the way. And, and this is about holiness. That's why I brought up Paula White again because really Mary just talked about Snow White. Um, what I said in my word, though their sins were as scarlet, they shall become white as snow. Um, we're going to have an evangelism mantle upon you. Uh, to bring in a lot of a lot of people, in particular children. The Lord said during this next move, I feel God's heart now. The Lord said, raise your hands because sometimes the children, this is why they're after the children so much. The Lord says a lot of people think, oh, the children's ministry is like the, the, the lowest thing in the church. It's actually the most important thing is children. And God said, and that's why they're after them. And so God said, you're going to have an ability Paula, um, with children, and many of you even with your grandchildren and your children's children, children, the Lord said, I want you now to start. This is why these stories that Mary's talking about, the giant leaf and, and the Snow White stories told in the, the godly way, you know, the seven dwarfs are actually children that were literally captured, that escaped and came to Snow White for rescue and recovery. And it's a really a brilliant way of knowing that that what you're going to do, Paula, in the days ahead is going to be about evangelism. And you're going to bring many into the kingdom. And right now, the Lord said, even as I said earlier in the call, there's going to be a call of evangelism right now. Everywhere you go, go to the harvest, but the laborers are few. So God said, remember some plants, some water. And some bringing the increase. Don't think that being an evangelist has to always be about bringing people where they say the sinner's prayer. A lot of times it's just planting the seeds. Planting the seeds. And then uh, there comes a day that the, the seeds germinate and then it's time for the, the, the plant to, to harvest. But remember, unless the grain of wheat fall to the ground, it dies. But if it dies, it bears much fruit. And so... Um, you know, so Lord, thank you for Paula and bringing her into a new season of holy. You, you're in holiness, but there's going to be a holiness that's going to come into the, the kingdom where uh, my my church will be holy and my people will be holy. Because the reason there's no distinction between the world and the church is because a lot of people in the church look the same as, uh, as the world. And there's a difference in you, Paula. People see a difference. That's why I brought it up. Um, so go for it. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Thank you, Mary. God bless you, my sister. Okay, keep going. Yeah, this is Linda in Chicago. She's from Chicago. She'll be there. Wow. Hi, Linda. Hi, Linda. Okay, so Lord, I thank you for Linda. And the Lord said, God is so funny. The Lord. Sorry about that. The Lord says, I like your laugh. Um, uh, the Lord likes your laugh. And he likes it when he says that you, 
he loves it when you laugh. And he says that, that you are going to be contagious with joy. God said, a merry heart does good like medicine. And let me tell you, sometimes the thing that people are the attacked on the most is really their ministry. Um, oftentimes people that are attacked with sickness, they have a healing ministry. Oftentimes that people that are attacked with depression have a ministry, um, you know, to heal the oppressed and, 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 the, and the discouraged. And, and uh, I want to tell you that you have a ministry of joy and you're going to be a joy. Um, you're going to literally distribute joy because remember, it says the joy of the Lord is your strength. And so God says, I want you to just, <laughs> sorry, I'm just laughing. I'm going to do this myself. Um, I, the Lord says, I want you to get up in the morning and I want you to laugh at the enemy and just, you know, like laugh. Even if you just have to pretend you're laughing, or get some, get some. Uh, this is really a weird word, but get some uh, laughing even on like um, on YouTube, and just start listening to laughter and just start laughing at the enemy and just say, "Devil, you are a liar. We are laughing in your face because you actually are, are a, 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 a an incredible intercessor and one that stands in the gap and uh, the oppression sometimes that tries to come against." Your mind and many of the intercessors, Mary gets hit with this kind of stuff too at times because of all her own children that have been hit. But now the Lord says you're going to laugh. And even as I laugh, even in Psalm 2, I know what's going on in the world. I see the people that are dying. I know the overdoses and the trafficking, and I know all of this. And yes, my heart is sorrowful, but I know that we have already overcome. So Linda, you are one that is an overcomer and you says the Lord will be contagious with my joy and people people are getting you're going to literally people will start coming up to you and go what I want to be able to do what can I do please pray for me and you're going to see says the Lord that you're going to have an anointing to break strongholds off of people of oppression and torment in particular tormenting spirits that keep people awake at night that can't sleep you will have the ability to break off these type of spirits because you've been attacked in certain ways. And so go forth. And so the Lord says, everybody on this call, I now, the Lord says, give you joy. Joy unspeakable and full of glory. And David used to speak to his spirit, um, break forth into joy on my soul. He would command his spirit to break into joy. It's an action. Sometimes you wake up because happiness is a choice. That's why I said, choose you this day whom you'll serve. You choose to be happy by the thoughts that you think about every day. And that's why I said, whatever things are good, pure, lovely, and of good report, think on these things. So go forth. It's time, says the Lord, to laugh in the face of disaster. When the enemy tries to come in, even as Amy Simple McPherson, when she went over to China, uh, she had just been newly married. She was pregnant. And as she... They both got malaria and her husband died. And on the ship on the way back, she ended up training and teaching people in the Bible. She could have been, you know, understandably very sorrowful losing her husband. But God said she stuck to it. And even though she had lost, he didn't mourn, but she helped. And so, Lord, I thank you for everybody on this call. I feel there's some people on this call that have lost loved ones recently. That has been very difficult. Of the Lord and, and I myself, the writer of my script, Lonnie Frisbee, just died about a month ago. And so, Lord, I see them in the cloud of witnesses now, and they're they're like waving. 
They're like giving and, and they're waving and they're saying that, you know, that we are we are behind you. We're with you. So don't be um, don't be sorrowful. Um, rejoice. Look up because you'll be with us soon. So, Lord, I thank you for everybody on this call. Give them joy, unspeakable and full of glory in Jesus name. Amen. 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 Beautiful. Well, that was, some of these words kind of go off and get into like a whole almost like little teaching. That's interesting. Okay, let's go up to the next one. Oh, I missed that. That was Did Teresa. That... Sorry, I put Teresa on the wrong the wrong screen. So uh, <laughs> there, there you go. This is Teresa. Okay. Hi, Teresa. Hi. God bless you. She's been in a wheelchair and has been recovering. It's been amazing the last six years. Uh, I mean, last few years. God is making me walk. Are those real flowers? No. <laughs> I do have some real flowers, but not behind me. <laughs> Maybe it's okay, so I'm just going to pray. And please, God, the Lord said, you are like a beautiful flower, that you're, going, you're coming into a season called bloom. Everything in your life is going to bloom. And the Lord said, and... You're getting prepared to bloom for the gloom. And so the Lord said, you're coming out. You know, sometimes being in a wheelchair can almost feel like you're in a tomb. But God says, I'm bringing you out of the womb. And God said, into a place that you will rise up. And it will be a miracle of what I'm going to do with your walk. And so um, God said, today there's angels in back of you. And they're actually pouring oil over you. And the oil, the Lord says, of joy. This is an oil, says the Lord, that's being given to you. And what God said, um, you're coming into a new season. That, and, you know, this is interesting. Um, I saw the Lord um, giving you paintbrushes. Um, I don't know if you paint. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes, sir. Why are you painting? And the Lord calls you a Renaissance woman. And <laughs> The Lord said, I saw you painting um, a lion. And um, the Lord is saying the Lion of Judah is yes. getting ready to roar. And a lot of your paintings, um, God said, they're going to be, they are prophetic paintings. And God said, there's going to be paintings that you're going to paint. When, when people look at it, they're going to be healed. And um, it's going to be supernatural because Jesus paints with you. And we paint together. And so the Lord says, get ready for this is a new season. And God is saying also on the call, there's many other people in here that I have a renaissance call on them. The Lord said, um, it's not about, like you even heard earlier, like um, Di, who used to write stories when she was little. And a lot of times as people grow, they hear adults, you can't do that. They have people that, that almost curse them. And they've never mm -hmm. utilized these gifts. But the Lord said, I'm expanding what's inside of you. The Lord said, as renaissance men and women for the kingdom of heaven is in hand. And the beautiful um, uh, statue of David that is actually 17 feet high, that was um, Michelangelo did that from a rock, from a piece of, um, you know, rock stone that two other artisans had tried and then, then, then discarded it. So uh, God says, tonight I'm giving you all a Renaissance call. And some of you on this call are going to write scripts as well. Children's stories, scripts, fiction novels, painting. 
the Lord said there's much renaissance right now because after the Reformation, Martin Luther came the renaissance. So I'm going to bring a renaissance in. And during this next few months, there's going to be an explosion of my creativity in my stories. So just go forth. I see the Lord painting with you. And some of the Lord's going to bring a masterpiece to your hands. Lord, I thank you. The master is painting with you, so it'll be a masterpiece. Awesome. Amen. Awesome. I like that. Thank you. God bless you. God bless you too, my son. This is Charlotte. This is Charlotte. Thank you. That's beautiful words. Hi, Mary. Such an encourager. Thank you, Mary. Hi, Charlotte. And the Lord. And the Lord said, you're such a, you have such a pure, kind heart. And the Lord said, and sometimes, sometimes, Charlotte, all that people are going to need is a hug. And they're going to call you mama. Many of people are going to call you mama. Because God said there's many that are going to come into the kingdom that, that really didn't have parents. They're like orphans. Um, and they're going to need moms and, and grandmas. And, and they're going to need, when, when you just look them in the eyes and hug them, and God said, they're going to be healed as you hold them. And sometimes people just need a hug and they just need to be able to cry. Sometimes people just don't need anything but a hug and to be able to cry. And all you're going to say, it's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. You hold now. And so the Lord says, I'm, I'm giving you, Charlotte, a lot of people are going to come out of this web. And I know you've heard, you know, Charlotte's web. But God said, I'm going to take a lot of people out of this web. And they're going to come to Charlotte. And you're going to, you're going to hug them in literally a spirit. And you're, you're going to operate in the spirit of deliverance, too. Because people will be delivered from many things that, that the enemy is, is, is you know, brought them they, they were snared they were stuck in this web and god said it's going to be love that's going to free them so charlotte um i i you have it's so funny that is so funny um like i <laughs> you have this love potion like he goes love potion number nine. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. he goes love potion number nine you carry this this love potion that God said, just being around you. So, Lord, I thank you for the love that um, that Charlotte carries. And thank you for the, the anointing and the appointing for love that is going to free and rescue people uh, from their addictions and afflictions and restrictions. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Okay, so let's do two more. And then, then I got to... I got to... This um, is Sue. It's, it's a Sue. Is it? Sue. Okay. Hi, Sue. So, Lord, I thank you for Sue. And I thank you. Um, but the Lord is saying that, Sue, you come to me. You have a lot of, you ask, you ask a lot of things, says the Lord. You have a lot of prayers. And it's good. The Lord said, I said to come to me boldly. And, uh, but let me tell you, the Lord said, all your questions, Sue, are going to be answered. You have an inquisitive mind, which is good. See, what's happened in our society is that they, they're trying to just give you a narrative of the way you should think. But God said, I want critical thinkers. God said, I don't want people to be robots or, 
or you know they just are told what to think or told what to say they need to have you have a teaching anointing that actually you're going to teach people how to think critical not be critical but to be critical thinkers because people need to ask questions because otherwise they'll be duped and i don't i've never called people to be slaves that said uh and that's why i i talk told stories and metaphors I told them because I didn't just tell them what well, you can just do that, do this. I told them stories and parables so that they could learn from the story and they could do their own, make their own decisions. And um, and so what I'm telling you right now, Sue, is you're at a crossroads. And um, sometimes I'll ask you, what do you want to do? Not always like, oh, you need to do this or do that. Sometimes a father will tell his child when they know that they're you know, of a certain age and their, their experience will say, what is it that you desire? And I want to give you the desires of your heart. And so God said, um, and that's why I said, write the plans and make it plain. Write the plans and make it plain. Yes, the prophecies can, you know, actually um, encourage you, edify. But right now, um, I'm saying that I'm giving you a new scroll today. The heavenly scroll and uh, God said, you're on a treasure hunt. And see, sometimes you have to understand, and I'm saying this to all of you guys, is that sometimes the treasure hunt is not just telling you everything you're supposed to do and say. Sometimes the treasure hunt is I give you enough, you know, light for the next step or give you clues to the thing that you're supposed to do. And then you have to take the action to go and to make the discovery, to take the steps necessary. Because, I, you know, it's just like a parent. Well, they can't walk for their children. They have to say, okay, get up, get up. And then when the, the child tries to walk, you know they're not going to walk perfectly. You know they're going to fall and say, get up again, get up. And that's the way I'm with my children. I'm just always encouraging them to get up, keep going, keep moving, and take bigger steps. You know, take bigger steps, bigger steps of faith. Because you're called to help people that are in bondage. You're called to help even women that have been abused. You're called to help people that have been in a certain place that they can't get free themselves. You're called for justice, Sue. That's what you're called for, for justice. And even as a judge, a woman judge, and she wears the robes of righteousness and justice, she'll sit there and she'll have to listen to both sides. And then she has to weigh. She has to weigh who's telling the truth, who's not. And I'm gonna give you great wisdom to knowing exactly where you're to go. But ask me for wisdom, I said in James, I would give you wisdom. And so you have it. So, Lord, I thank you for everybody on this call that the wisdom that they're seeking, that, Lord, that you're not just telling us what to do. You actually are our Father, and you're partnering with us as a family to growing us up into sons and daughters of the King, where the kingdom of heaven is at hand. That's what, wow, that's really a cool word. I'm listening to these words myself. I'm going like, wow, that's really cool, God. So thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Okay, um, let's do one more and see how the Holy Spirit like ties it in with everybody. Oh, yeah, it's not with the one person, you know. So all right. Well, okay. the, the, so this is a this is a net from Sweden. A net from Sweden. Oh, okay. I am net from Sweden. Okay, so Lord, I thank you for a net. And um, the Lord said it's funny, but He says I'm giving you a net. A net, like a net that. He's also going to increase your net net, meaning he's going to blossom your finances. And uh, he's going to make, like you a woman, a businesswoman, an entrepreneur. 
and uh, one that can be sure that uh, you're a stepping stone, that you're coming into a season no longer alone, but into a, into a zone called glory. And uh, he's connecting you with people, um, you know, in, in the region um, to take down a spirit called Legion. And even in the EU, the European, uh, the European uh, Parliament and, and the European Union, uh, the Lord is saying that you have a governmental mantle upon you as well, as you pray that it literally shifts things over regions. And so, um, Lord, thank you for um, a net that you're giving, uh, a network, that you're going to be involved in a network that is going to literally bring forth a net that is going to save many in the kingdom. And so as we close out the call tonight, the Lord is saying, and I'm giving you all a net. Remember when Jesus was on the shore in a different form that they didn't recognize that it was Jesus. And uh, they'd been fishing all night and caught nothing. And Jesus said, cast your nets to the other side. It's time for you to cast your nets now to the other side. And that's why it's all linking arms together that it's all hands on deck. When they all when they when they all put it to the other side, there was a big harvest that came in, and they all had to pull in the net, 153 different types of fish, which actually equals none. On this day of August 9, um, I am giving you, says the Lord, a net that you are going to cast your nets into the sea, and you're going to come up with liberty. And so as you go, remember at the very beginning, Mary prophesied that it was a call for the harvest and it was a call for the great awakening. The fields are ripe unto harvest, but the laborers are few. So go, 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 and uh, go and reap. Go and keep and go and find these lost sheep. You know, Mary many years ago was given a dream. She, she came into the castle of the Lord where I brought her into the bridal chamber where she came to know me into intimacy. Then I took her down into the bride, into the ballroom where she learned how to move with me. Then I brought her into the dining room where she was fed. I brought her to my banqueting table. And my banner over her was love. Then I brought her into the throne room where I crowned her and then I equipped her. There was a war room with swords and bows and arrows. So I brought her into intimacy to know me, taught her how to move, fed her, found her, equipped her, and then I sent her. And I tell you this story today because this is what I'm doing with you. I'm crowning you today. I'm crowning you with my crown. And you're my kings and queens. But now the Lord says my call for you and I want you to see this story. I want you to close your eyes and I want you to see it because this is about imagination. This is what the enemy is trying to take over the minds and hearts of young children. And that's why we need the Lord said other studios like a destiny to redeem the mountain of arts and entertainment and the mountain of media. And so God says, as Mary was in that castle and Jesus said, now will you go with me? And she said, yes. And I'm asking you the same question. Will you go? And as the drawbridge came down and they got on that white horse and as they're riding along in the green fields, she looked over and saw the fat white sheep all huddled together eating the green grass. And I told Mary, that's my church, but I'm not there. And I continued on until we came to a thicket. And when she went down this steep, dark embankment, she saw this isolated, broken sheep. 
and she's found my Jesus lovingly opened up the most afflicted, addicted, restricted lamb that was so lost and gently opened that lamb and got that leg out of the snare and gently lifted up that lost lamb and Jesus rolled back his head and laughed and called her shepherd girl. Help me. And so today, I'm calling all of you as my kings and queens, as my sons and daughters, to go into the harvest and find those who are slaughtered, who would be slaughtered. Go and find those that the Lord said need to be redeemed and the Lord said and are lost. Whatever it takes, I want you to count the cost. The Lord said, remember, I said, count the cost. There is a cost. There is a price to pay for the anointing, for the glory. But go, says the Lord, because the harvest is ripe, but the laborers are few. All you need to do is say, yes, I do. So on this call, the Lord said, I say, I bless you. I keep you my faith. And upon you and is gracious to you. I lift up my countenance and grant you my shalom. And God said, go forth into the harvest. You are not alone. I've sent you with the blood of Jesus that did atone. And though their sins were as scarlet, they shall be white as snow. My last word for you today is go. Lord, I thank you that you would clearly bless us and teach us that your face shine upon us. Lord, Break forth your countenance upon us and grant us your shalom. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. 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 I'm just going to do a quick turbo prayer for you. I know you have to go, but Heavenly Father, just thank you so much for Mary Crowley. I just lift her up right now. Continue to use her incredible gift of prophetic visions and and words for people as a great encourager, Lord. Just amplify her voice like never before. Allow her to uh, be a dominant a figure in the arts and entertainment when it when she turns helps turn the entire arts and entertainment arena into a, a, a production that honors you fully lord but use her in a mighty way for your kingdom like never before allow this open the heavens event in chicago to be a, a huge success where where portals are are open and uh, that you want open and the ones that you want closed are closed lord use her use her continue to bless her protect her Use her uh, new Destiny Studios and all the different connections. Expand those connections like never before. Lord, we pay blessings on her and we thank her, you for giving us Mary Crowley. We love you, Lord. We say these things in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Hey, guys. Well, listen Hello. to guys. And uh, go amen, to the Rumble. Amen, amen. I mean, subscribe on the Rumble. Um, uh, and that way, that's where we'll be streaming the event. Um, it'll be Friday evening, uh, 6.30 Central Time uh you know which is 4 30 on friday the 18th uh until like 10 and then saturday it's going to be nine uh until to like probably 10 um you know so anyway and i'll be screening the freedom cry film at two o'clock central uh from there it will be streamed as well the freedom crime movie about sex trafficking in america so jump jump on the call tonight uh if you want i can give you the zoom id uh, 649-438-7145. There's no password. It's a Zoom ID, 649. Um, let me see, I did have it. Keep, keep the yeah, 649-438-7145. There it is right there, guys. Uh, go on yeah, there, 7 p.m. CS, I mean, PST, Pacific time. It's in a, it's in a couple hours. 
but um, it'll be 9 Central and 10. We get people on from uh, all over the country. Archer Pulowski was on last week. Uh, that homes on. Every week it's different. We'll have to get you back on, Rick. We have people share their stories. It's um, it, it's good. It's important to pray for people and do communion at uh, at nine, eleven your time. So, okay, guys. God bless love you. you. God bless. God bless you, Mary. Love you, Mary. Thank you. Thank you, Mary. Okay, I'm just going to end it here. Let me see where did it go. Thank you so much. That's awesome. Okay, bye, guys. Yeah, bye, bye. Yeah. Bye. Isn't that just awesome to get that time from Mary Crowley? Wow. Yes. How, what, a, what a beautiful soul that is. Um, I just want to end in a quick prayer. We got a we, backstage right now. Get your backstage pass. Stay on, backstagers, because uh, we have a beautiful Bible study uh, that led, led by Gus that's going to be happening here yeah, shortly. We do that every Wednesday night uh, with Gus or uh, some type of substitute that is helping out from the ministry. But if you really want to learn God's Word, uh, join Wednesday nights. We also uh, obviously teach that on Sunday mornings. So then we also have Word and Worship with Gus and me teaching on Friday nights at 5 p.m. And then I'm teaching on Mondays and Thursdays as well as uh, after the show <clears throat> before we go into praise and prayer. So all kinds of opportunities to learn the Word of God and also be worshiping um, Him. And uh, what, what a beautiful soul there to see. You can see how prophecy is not just about prediction. as Much of it is about encouragement. And the body of Christ needs encouragement right now. Excuse me, but hey, with that, guys, we're going to go backstage and join us backstage. God bless. We'll talk to you next time.